Welcome to the Love Her Wild podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Carver, and I'm here to talk to you about all things spiritual, manifestation, happily ever after, and creating a life that you love, because I promise you can. Does he like you? Is he going to reach out? Is he going to text you? Is he going to ask you out on a second date or a first date? Do you find yourself asking these questions? I urge you to set your own bar and then let that person either reach it or not. We are no longer in the business of moving our bar to accommodate others. Disneyland doesn't lower the height requirement just because some kid wants to ride. They set the height requirement and if you're not tall enough, you don't get on the roller coaster. You have to wait till you're grown. That is the energy you need to take into dating. Oh, you don't reach my bar? Maybe you need to do some more growing, healing, and come back when you're tall enough, when you're healed enough, when you're grown enough. And if you can't reach this bar, that's okay. Go find a bar you can reach, but I'll be sticking around waiting for the person who either reaches my bar or sets my bar higher. That's it. That's the energy. It's so easy as women to get into the endless loop of does he like me? What can I do to make sure he likes me? Will he call? Will I get asked out on another date? Before you've even asked yourself if you like him or her. If you want another date, if they match what it is you are looking for, we're done with that. We don't do that anymore. You are now in the energy of loving yourself and your life so much that you are unwilling to move that bar any lower than it is. It is higher or nothing. And you are willing to wait around until someone else matches that bar because the level of life that you have created for yourself is so good. There is no way that someone is going to come into your life and lower that quality. Absolutely not. Thinking this way is hard on our ego sometimes. It's hard not to want everyone to want us even if we don't want them back. I've been there. I've done that. I got into a full-blown relationship that I knew was wrong on the first date. I watched him walk towards the bathroom in a bar on our very first date, and the thought that went through my head was, I'm never going to go on another date with this guy. And wouldn't you know it, the next day, I let insecurities get the better of me. I started doing that, is he going to call, is he going to ask? Why did I care? I knew immediately he was not right for me. I knew it. And instead, I let my insecurities win. And I reached out and I said, hey, do you want to hang out again sometime this week? And three and a half years later, I broke up with him. I knew from the start. But I was so focused on validation 
that I didn't realize that in the process I had dropped my bar onto the ground and he never picked it up. He didn't even try to put it on the first rung. He just let it stay on the ground, walked right over it. Don't be me. Don't do that. And if you're in a situation right now where you're past the first couple dates, you're questioning whether it is whatever you're in is the right thing for you. I ask, have you reached for your list lately? Have you read your list and put that up against the person you're dating to see how they stack up? Because it's easy in the beginning to do it, the first week or two. Oh yeah, as far as I know, for all of the things I know about this person, they're doing pretty good. But three, four months in, have you forgotten about the list? About all of the things that you wrote down when you were living your best life in your most confident self? All the things you said you weren't going to settle without? You need to consult that list. Consult it often. Until you are so sure. You've never been so sure. I was talking to a client this week. And I had to remind her that while we can be certain that she has found a soulmate connection... This part, the early stages of dating, is to qualify the lead. You can know someone is a soulmate and still not know whether or not you're going to spend the rest of your life with them. Because not all soulmates are meant to be lifelong partners. Some soulmates are meant to just come in, serve a very singular purpose in our life, and leave. Some just as quickly as they came. My first soulmate, he was my first true love, the person I lost my virginity to, and I was sure when I was younger that I would marry him, until one day I wasn't, until we outgrew each other. We taught each other all of the lessons we needed to learn, and the only option was to start walking in different directions. His purpose in my life was to show me what soulmate connection felt like. A lesson that I wouldn't learn for 15 years. I didn't know that what I felt for him was soulmate connection until I felt another soulmate connection. It wasn't until I felt those feelings again that I realized that it wasn't just kid stuff. It wasn't just lose your virginity stuff. It wasn't just, oh, it was because we were 18. It was that he was in a category all his own. He was in the soulmate category. And up until the next point, I hadn't met another one. Boyfriends, my first husband, none of them were in the soulmate category. And it wasn't until I felt it again that I thought, holy shit. This is repeatable. This is a category. And if I've felt it once, and I've felt it twice, that means I can feel it again. And not in the way that people handle online dating, which is like, eh, who cares? Just swipe around, there's always another one. But in the way of, there's no need to hold on to that which is not right for you, because what is right for you will be there. It will not pass you by. 
And chances are the person that's meant for you is going to take your bar and pull it up even higher than you imagined. You will never, let me repeat this, you will never have to lower your standards for a soulmate. Are you hearing me? If you have to constantly lower your bar, they are not the one. I am constantly in awe of the way that I'm treated by my husband. Constantly overcome with gratitude for the life that I have landed in. He consistently raises my bar. Just as I raise his, by the way, it's a two-way street, right? They raise your bar, you're raising their bar, you're constantly treating each other better and better. It's not a come and serve me while I lay here situation. It's a partnership, a teammate. You're doing it for each other. Will you have bad days? Yes. Will you have days you can't give 100%? Yes. That's not what I'm talking about. But your standards, your non-negotiables, the things you expect, how you expect to be treated as a human, you will not have to let those go. I promise. So today, I want you to remember the reframe. You, darling girl, you're the ride. And before that boy can enter the ride, before that girl can enter the ride, they have to stand up by that height bar and prove that they're tall enough. Either figuratively or literally. They have to prove that they can hit the bar. And if they can't, you say, better luck next time, little buddy. Looks like you still have a little bit of growing to do. And that's okay. Because either they're going to grow, they're going to heal, they're going to go to therapy, they're going to grow in the ways they need to grow and come back, or they won't. But either way, no one gets to enter the ride unless they hit the bar. That's it. it. It really is that simple. That's the, the base. The minimum. That's the minimum. Minimum height requirement. Minimum healed requirement. Minimum evolved, minimum spiritual, minimum whatever requirement. You set the bar and you let them hit that bar or raise it. Those are your only two options. And the more you can start thinking about this, the more you realize that it's not about you. They don't go changing the ride to accommodate a shorter person. They say you need to still grow a little bit and then you're welcome here. It's not about the ride. It's not the ride's fault. And it's not the kid's fault either. He just needs a little more time to grow. 
if they're not hitting your bar, it's not their fault necessarily. They just need more time to grow. Whether they recognize that and do something about it, that's on them. It has nothing to do with you. Failing faster was one of my favorite ways to look at this when I was dating. I wanted to fail faster. If it was going to fail, I wanted it to happen fast. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Moving on. And feel free to grow and heal and come back around and get in line. And if someone hasn't already permanently gotten this ride, you're welcome to try again at a later time. But not right now. Not today. Not until you hit the bare minimum. That's it. It is that simple. It doesn't feel like it, especially when our ego's involved and we want to be chosen. But you have to let that go. I promise it's worth it. If this doesn't resonate with you today, there's probably someone in your life that it does. Send it to them. Send it to a friend. Send it to any of your dating besties. Everyone needs to remember this. Share it on Instagram. Spread it far and wide. We are trying to reach as many people as we can. And for those of you that are ready and willing and excited about the meditation manifesto that's coming out, put your name in that email. You're ready to go. You're ready for your discount. Check that email. Check it, homie. You're going to have 48 hours to lock in that sweet-ass deal. I'm going to send the email out probably late afternoon, Monday, the day that this is live. So if you're listening to this in the morning, you haven't put your name in my email, go to the show notes, throw your name in there, and I promise you're only going to get emails when I'm launching something awesome and you're going to get a discount. That's it. No weekly bullshit. No blah blah this is what's happening in my life. Nobody reads that. I don't read those. I don't read that shit. So I'm not going to send it to you because I know you're not going to read it either. You're going to delete it. Instead, I'm going to spend my time making really cool shit that I wish I had and all of the tools that I think you need that's going to make your life easier and I will send you the info on that when it's ready. Today is one of those days. Check your email. It's coming. I hope you have a great week. Set that bar sky fucking high because you don't deserve any less than that. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Love Her Wild podcast. If today resonated with you in any way, shoot me a comment and tell me how you feel. I'd love to help if I can. And if you think that this would resonate with any of your friends, share away because I'm trying to reach as many of you as I possibly can. Go make your life great.